Christmas Prepper. So, hello again, and sorry for the delay in getting this episode out. We were away on holiday and then the kids went back to school, so it's all been a bit of a rush. But today it's back to normal, and I am recording this podcast episode a book review of Enid Blyton's Christmas Tales. This book is one of two compilations of Enid Blyton's short stories about Christmas. There's also another one, both published by Hodder Children's Books, called Christmas Stories. We have the Christmas Tales edition. I saw it in the Christmas section of Waterstones and knew immediately that my children would love it. Enid Blyton was born in 1897 and wrote over 600 books. She remains one of the world's best-loved children's authors. I loved Enid Blyton's books when I was growing up, and my daughter does too. Our particular favourites are Mallory Towers and the St Clair's series, as well as the Famous Five books. There are 25 stories in this book, Christmas Tales, and they were published over a 32-year period, between 1924 and 1956, in various publications, including magazines and previous story compilations. Given that these stories were written so long ago, some of them do show their age. Some references are a bit dated, and I have had to explain some aspects to my children. But I think it's good for them to realise that not all time periods are like our own. For example, The children in these stories get a lot less for Christmas than my two do and I explained to them that some of these stories are from wartime and there was a lot less about during that time in history and that they are very fortunate to live in the time that they do. I like to relate it to their grandparents or great-grandparents and explain that's what it was like when they were little. There's one particular story in this book that my children like the best and they talk about it all through the year so it must have made quite an impression. It's called Bobbo's Magic Stocking. It's a fairly long one using 36 pages of the 354 page book. I think the reason this one stands out particularly is because the protagonist is a rather naughty boy to whom my children relate who sneaks a ride on Father Christmas's sleigh on a special ride that's meant only for the most well-behaved children of all. The story claims that a few nights before Christmas, the best-behaved children of the year are plucked up in the middle of the night, without their parents' knowledge, by an elf in Father Christmas's sleigh and taken to the North Pole for a tour of the workshop and some magical treats for the night as a special reward. Now, Bobbo is not on the elf's list, but he does hear the sleigh as it pulls up to collect his well-behaved neighbour and decides to sneak on to it for a bit of a joyride. Bobbo tags along and enjoys the delights that were meant for the other children and nobody realises he wasn't supposed to be there 
until it comes to the point where the children get to ask the Christmas fairy of the North Pole's wishing well for a Christmas wish. Now, as the children accompanying Bobbo are the kindest and most well-behaved, they all wish for nice things, such as, I wish Mama had lots of uh, nice things for Christmas, and I wish my little brother may not be ill anymore. Now, these kinds of thoughts do not enter Bobbo's head, and he wishes for, what I think my little boy would probably wish for as well, a stocking that will pour out toys and pets for me without stopping. Perhaps my son would not have added the without stopping stipulation, but I think that most young children find it hard to think about being philanthropists at Christmas time. Anyway, Bobbo's selfish wish gives him away. But instead of denying him the Christmas wish, the fairy grants it, and Father Christmas warns that your own foolishness will punish you. And to suffice to say that when Bobbo, uh, that when Christmas morning rolls around, Bobbo regrets the wording of his selfish wish, and chaos ensues. Bobbo learns his lesson, and there is a happy ending. Bobbo is so remorseful of his wicked ways that he is the best behaved boy he can be the next year and earns himself a place on Father Christmas's sleigh the official way. As I speak, this story seems to have fixed itself in my children's brains as myth slash legend, and they often mention that some very good children get a ride on Father Christmas's sleigh. They sometimes ask if slash when they will be allowed to go, and my response is always, do you think you've been good enough? But as I said, they tend to identify with Bobbo at the beginning of the story, so the answer, much to their dismay, is always no. I do try to provide as much Christmas magic for them as possible in December though, so hopefully they won't be too disappointed. We've had this book for a couple of years and we still haven't read all the stories. We like to dip into it from around November time for a dose of festive goodness. The writing is well spaced out and my nine-year-old would not feel too intimidated to read it to herself, which I find can happen if writing is too small or close together. So it's great for fluent readers to read to themselves, but it's equally nice as a read aloud. There's a good mix of short and longer stories in there. As well as Bobbo's stocking, there are a couple of other really lovely ones about nature walks with lots of descriptions about wildlife. First walk in December and second walk in December. These were originally published in Enid Blyton's Nature Lovers book in 1944, which I've not seen anywhere before and would love to get a copy of. So... Overall, this book is a full five Christmas puddings out of five from me, and I would thoroughly recommend it. I've added the ISBN numbers, book titles and authors into the show notes, and I've also included some affiliate links in case you fancy purchasing any of the books I've mentioned and would like to help me earn a few pennies. (laughs) 